You're now tuned into the Voice in the Wilderness podcast. I am your host, Carl Lee. Christ vibes only. Let's get into this episode. So first off, I want to uh, thank everyone who was checking on me, seeing how I was. I know I pretty much kind of just jumped off of the scene, but um. And I say this often. I'm about to be regular about this. I am going to get more consistent. Um, I was in the middle of a season. I definitely was going through a type of a season. And some of it wasn't just the circumstances that I was going through. Some of it was also what I was allowing myself to be distracted by. And the more I started to look at my situations, the more I was starting to realize I went from situations to transitioning into just being distracted. You know, it's it's good to step away. It's good to look at your situations, but it's not very good to be so drawn into yourself that you actually lose focus on the point. One thing that's crazy about a good distraction is that it will seem real. Right. Um. Dealing with people from your past that like used to matter, like they matter, they matter to God, (laughs) they matter to like the people around them, but to your life's circumstances, they, they have transitioned, they have transitioned away from being what they probably used to be to you. Relationships change, people change, things changed, and you could be distracted by a memory, by the idea of who someone used to be. You could be distracted by what you want, what you want out of life, what stages you feel like you should be at. And then you're distracted. And it's OK to think about stuff. But when those thoughts start taking you away from where God would want you to be, where God would want your mind to be focused, you actually set yourself up to go into a spiral. Now, you know, we're coming into a season where a lot of people deal with what they casually call seasonal depression. Almost as to say, if your life isn't a certain way during this time, it's okay to be depressed. Now, as someone who has never claimed the spirit of depression, I can say Sometimes I definitely can get into my mind and think about some of the stuff that I've been going through or things that I want to change and find myself in a position to where maybe I am not as jolly as I would normally be due to allowing myself to dwell on certain thoughts. Right. So I'm not like going to sit here and get so holy and deep that I cannot understand what that is. Right. And with that being said, I'm definitely not there right now. <laughs> Glory to God. But, um, you know, when is it that we like stop and say, OK, what is this? What is this and what is this really going to bring out of me? Right. Because even that is a distraction. You know, like we we are if our goal is to be at a level of relationship with God then anything that draws us away from that is a distraction. And the idea that we could be distracted from purpose by our feelings does not even seem like 
a, a real thing. It seems like it should be okay. You know, this is what I was thinking. This is what I was feeling. And I don't know if you, any, any of you have noticed how, like, cool it is to be selfish now. Like, everything is within you. And, like, when you start talking like that, you it really is, like, kind of bordering that new age line. Now, God is within us. So, in, in that way, you know, you can, if you can get to God, you can get to the answer, right? But when you can get distracted by your, by yourself, right? And I don't mean alone. I mean just with being so deeply into yourself that you're distracted. You're going to miss the point thinking that you're the point. You're going to miss the purpose thinking that you, somehow you are the whole purpose. And this is what you got to know when it comes to uh, distraction. Distraction and uh, procrastination, they're buddies. They pretty much row together. Once you're distracted from uh, from something and you get comfortable being distracted, guess what's following? Procrastination. What is procrastination, you may ask? Hopefully, you're not asking that. But if you are, let me tell you what it is. Procrastination. It's, it says noun. It's a noun. The action of delaying or postponing something. Your first tip is to avoid procrastination. All right. Definition. The action of delaying or postponing something. Oh, let me postpone that. Let me set that back. Uh, I'll, I'll be there later. I'll do that later. Now, when you're postponing something, delaying something, setting something back. Oh, let's re- let's uh, let's let's reschedule this. I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be busy. You're already placing something in a higher level of importance because you don't delay and postpone things that can't be delayed or postponed. But what happens is when we become and when we get to a place of distraction, we end up postponing for ourselves in which would in which case a lot of times that 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 thing that we're delaying is is not worth it right now when i when i say it's not worth it i'm definitely talking about when we do things to procrastinate our spiritual growth and and it it gets simple it don't even it's not even that deep i'll start reading my bible tomorrow it's simple. Well, I really want to make sure I have enough time to start getting into it because I'm going to need to at least, you know, if I'm going to be serious, I need to read at least an hour a day. And my, I really just don't have the time to start doing that. But when I do get enough time, I'm definitely going to be all in. Right now, that sounds so good. No, no, no. Look, I, I'll, I'll start eating better. When I'm going to be able to commit to that diet for real. Because I know good and well, I can't even really like afford to be eating like that all the time. So I'm, when I get things together, I will. Right? It's, it's, it, really, it really is a simple way to be distracted and then procrastinate with yourself in mind. Right? Because really, what that kind of is... It's kind of lazy. I didn't want to say that. I'm not calling you lazy per se. <laughs> no. 
But I was definitely, I am definitely saying I was in a place to where what was distracting me was me and nothing. Now, you really got to be careful when you talk like this because some people are like, no, 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 sometimes because that's my, you know, that's your piece. That's my, no, that's my time. Now, that's just fine if there's nothing you want to get done. That's just fine if you don't want to grow in the spirit. That's just fine if that's really where you are and you're okay with that. Now, let's not get extreme, right? Because you can look online and it's a guy right now and it's like, I'm telling you, if you go to sleep at night, you ain't trying to grind, okay? I got money on my mind. Like, that's where people are. So I'm definitely not saying go there because I'm actually more so still trying to keep it in that spiritual aspect of of God being put in his proper place and us not delaying and postponing building with God. Now, the example of when I, when I have enough time to read to that extent, when I have enough time to, you know, all of that stuff sounds good, but like really, if you got 20 minutes before you have to leave, then give God 20 minutes, right? It's not for God anyway. It's for you, right? It's for your spiritual growth. As much as we have all the messages that, you know, and he loved us and he died for us, he did. It's a finished work, but anything that you want to feel about being connected to him is going to come as you take that time to get to know him, right? He already knows you. Do you know him, right? And, you know, God doesn't force himself on us. So the fact of the matter is, if you don't know him, maybe he don't know you either. And that sounds crazy, but the Bible says in Matthew chapter 7, verse 22, it's getting scary. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name and in thy name have cast out devils and in thy name done many wondrous works? And then I will profess to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye worker of iniquity. Yo, that's not cool. <laughs> no, thank you. No bueno. It's no good. That's no good. Now, how did how does how does anyone even end up there? How do you how do you live your life thinking you know God to get to the end of it and find out he didn't know you? You didn't know him. Now I'm not even trying to come back after not putting up any episodes for like a few months and then come back like trying to sound all deep. I'm not trying to sound deep, right? I'm really being honest with myself and I'm really just trying to um share it, right? Because even though I wasn't posting anything, I was still very like active in some other aspects of social media and just living, right? I didn't fall off the earth. But at that same time, I was able to like see what was in the atmosphere, you know, and this is a pivotal time in history, especially for believers, you know, with all that's been going on. What are you allowing to distract you from being where God wants you to be? You know, what's crazy. You could get distracted from God by what you want God to do in your life. 
so focused on what I want God to do in my life that you are not even focusing on God and his actual capability to be able to do it. That you go from that to distracted by why isn't it happening to, di- to distracted by people that it looks like he's done it for. Mind you, you don't even know those people. You don't even know if they stuff is blessed. You don't know if you don't know if you would want to sacrifice what they sacrificed to be in that place. If it was even worth the sacrifice to them at this point, you know, the distraction of it. And then the crazy thing is, it's something that you actually want God to do, believe he can do most of the stuff that we want God to do. We want it from him because that's going to be the only way. It's what we want. And then somehow we still want him to do it the way we're thinking. And that ends up distracting us. So I'm going to go into some scriptures about being focused on God. Because ultimately, that's where you have to be if you don't want to be distracted by whatever this world is offering. Or even be distracted by what God is offering. Because God is offering, God is offering as, as much as the world is. He's he's saying the, the way that I go about giving to my children goes like this, <laughs> right? The way that God goes about blessing, it has a it ha- he actually has steps. You could actually see being on track. You actually know when you're getting off. You know when you're choosing wrong. Like the closer you get to God, the more you know why some stuff has not connected yet. If you're honest with yourself, right? And then, of course, you get to the place of growth where it's like, okay, if you're like a seasoned believer, you know when you're getting close to like, like to feeling like God is about to do something. And then he comes through. And then a lot of times it's like when you're getting close, you got to hold on because as you start feeling expectations, speaking expectation, oh, you know, you know the distraction is coming. You know that distraction at prime time. What you kind of like, distraction, that almost look like what you want, distraction. That distraction that's uh, so pivotal, you either go, it's either go work out, but then like it mess up. Or you about to waste a good four, five years off this one. Ooh, yo, those distractions that actually end up being like a, a three, a three year off track. Yo, who got time for them? Raise your hand if you got time to get distracted for two years, three years, four years, doing nothing, except be on your way to come back to God with a with a a, a better heart and a, and a better spirit. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna tell you no, thank you. I am going to tell you no, thank you, my friend. I have no time for any of those distractions that come like that. What you doing? Um, you know, seeing seeing who seeing what I can do to waste two years entertaining somebody yeah right how real how real does it have to be it's not time for distractions okay none of them repeat after me none of them none of them one more time none of them okay now relax 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 okay relax now because being too antsy being too anxious too much you on your tippy toes you you walking on pins and needles you you any you ready to jump at anything because you see it in your mind i I got a vision now you distracted from what god said 
by what you see in your mind. Now you now you got the picture. Now now you know where you're going. Like you distracted by the idea you have in your mind from what God said that would actually lead you to what he has for you. Now, now we're talking about patience. Right? Sometimes you need patience to not be distracted. But now, you know, I'm not going to do this. I'm not doing this whole episode and I'm not without going to some verses. Like, you know, I have to grab some of these verses real brief. So let's talk about being focused. You know what? This is Proverbs 4.25. And I feel like it's almost the epitome. It's kind of easy. It's kind of simple. But it says, let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. That don't get much look straight ahead than straight ahead. I mean, let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze. Fix your gaze. Now, have you, if you guys have phones, you've taken pictures with your phone. You know how you put your phone up and you could press your screen to focus on the area. Zoom in, make it a little more clear. Same thing. Same thing in the spirit. All right. You see God. You hear his word. You, see, you, you have that in mind. And you focus in, right? And here's another one, Romans 12, 10. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourself. Now, why is that important? Why is the love towards, you know, others so important? Because that's one of God's commandments on how we would even love him. And what you have done to the least of these, you have done unto me. So, like, when you talk about being focused and being distracted, it all is relying on what it is that you're doing with your time, what it is that you're doing. And the fact is, when you are focused on God, God is going to cause you to affect other people. And that's also how he's going to bring other people into your life. You know, um, to make friends, you must first show yourself to be friendly. Hold on. I'm not just going to say it. It's Proverbs 18:24. A man who has friends must himself be friendly. So when you're talking about your life going in a direction that you want God to take it, you have to start being that that vessel that can be where God wants you to be. You know, a lot of us talk about like, yo, when I get there, man, I'm just going to thank God. I'm going to give God the glory. You don't give God the glory for stuff now. People talk big about if God did what they would do and they don't do it for the little things God does all the time. So, I mean, why not? Are you distracted by that not being what you've seen? Well, I mean, you know, I'm thankful, but I mean, it don't deserve all that. I'm not, I don't need to do all that. You know, God, God could be doing more. I saw him do this for them. I saw that happen. They doing good. And you're not grateful and you walk like it and you talk like it and your spiritual lives look like it. It's at that point, it's almost hard for even yourself to believe that you got something from God on the way. You know, you so off track that you know you off that you really not expecting no more. So now you start thinking about what you can do. What, what can I do to bring it together? Because I could do it. Cause, and then there you go with another distraction. And who knows what the consequences of that will be. You'll find out later. But you really one thing that you really don't want to do. It's being in a place to where if God blesses you, he's not going to hear from you anymore. Right. Like because, you know, some of us, our prayer life is way better when we're not doing good. Right. It was way better when you was looking for your job. It was 
way better when you needed him to come through in a clutch. Like, you was ready to go on fast when you needed that healing. Like, that's not what you want it to be because you want to be focused on God. You don't want to be like, my life has come to the worst case scenario, and now, Jesus, I'm ready for you. No, right? Let me tell you this story. So there was a kid who rode the bus, right? His mom rode the bus. His family rode the bus. They all rode the bus. And the older he got, the more familiar the bus driver became to this young man and became to his family. And he would help them out when he, when he could. You know, um, if they didn't have enough money, he would let the kid on. He actually started to really take to this young man, almost like a son, if there was anything he needed for school, anything that could help his family out, he was kind of trying to be there for this kid because he was just a good kid. And when he would look out and see how kids were towards their parents, the disrespect, and how this young man was, he really began to feel for this kid. Time kept passing, middle school, and he was there. He was there for the kid. High school, he was there for the kid. He really felt like this kid had something, and he was always just super blessed by even just being able to help the kid out. One day, he talked to his mom, and he said, you know what? I think I want to help him get a car. You know, he's he's doing good, and, you know, I want to help. So he goes, and his birthday comes, and he buys this kid a car, and the kid is so hype. He runs. He thanks his mom. And, you know, he's so excited about driving his car. And he goes, he goes, picks up all his friends. And that was the last time that man had seen that boy. And he never said thank you. Now, him getting the car should not have had to change their relationship to the point that now that I got a car, all of this is over. All of that, we seem like family is gone because I can drive now. A lot of us, when God starts doing things in our lives, are a lot like that, right? Looking at the situations, instead of thanking God, we're telling people where we work now, right? Instead of, you know, thanking God for the things that changed in our situations that allowed us to be able to get something we don't qualify for or, you know, meet somebody that was able to connect certain things, we're out, gone. You got to find us, right? Because things came together and we don't, it don't really take all that to keep up. Well, the story continues. And after about a year and a half, the boy got into a car accident. Not bad, but the car was totaled. And the boy ended up on the bus. He walked up. He got on the bus. Hey, what's up? How's it going? The bus driver said, it's $5 for an all day and two fifty dollars for a route. <laughs> the kid was shocked. Wait, what? Hey, you're, no, no. Mr. Tried to, tried to rekindle. You know, hey, how's it going? How's it going? How's it going? All he knew was, I bought you a car. You pulled off. Didn't say thank you. And now you're back on the bus. And it was all professional from that day forward. Now, thank God, God is not going to do us like that, right? Thank God 
we come back to God and he's not like, no, 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 you know what it is. You know what it is. It was, it was, it was how it was with the last time I blessed you. No, no, no. The way you acted the last time I moved in your life and you forgot all about your, your the fasting you was on and the giving you was doing, all of that stuff, it fertilizes the seeds we sow. It fertilizes our faith. It's what causes things to grow when they start growing. So when you're focused on God and you're like in your word and you're not forgetting who did it for you, it ties so much more together. I'm telling you, when I'm consistently in my word, I think I've said this before, like it's flowing. It'll be the randomest thing. And it's like, yo, how did, who even, how does person even know about me? Or, you know, how did this even come together like that? God moves on behalf, you know, especially when you're in his face, just like anything with the child asking over and over again, but, and, but then also being good. Right. You got the kid. That's the good kid that don't ask for much. And they pretty much always do what you say. And they pre- oh, they just about deserve it. Right. It might be kind of late, but go in and go in and get that kid some of that candy. You like, you know, those kids that's they, you, they just don't deserve to be being told no for no reason because they just good kids. Like one, the prodigal son always returns. Right. He always returns. You read that story a million times. And every time he's on his way back, okay, it don't change. But the way it is with us is like, maybe maybe you prodigal son, quote unquote prodigal son, more often than you should. But do you still go as far as you used to? You know the the you know the, do do you are you are you starting to get a, a cap on how much it is you press to the edge? That's growth. Okay, like accept your growth, you know, what I mean, because sometimes it's like you're so hard on yourself about being perfect that you're not focusing on your growth. And then as you grow, accelerate your growth. You know what I mean? Like learn what to let go of, what's distracting you, what's causing you to get off course. After you start noticing that stuff, just draw closer to God because there's no distractions with him. Right. There's no distractions when you're allowing yourself to just be in his presence, be in his face where you are that kid to him where he looks and he says, "Your there's no reason for me to tell you no." You know, the Bible even talks about, you know, when our prayers are not answered, it's because we prayed the wrong prayer. Right? We asked amiss. It was the wrong it was the wrong request. It wasn't no for no sake. It was no because that was not the question to ask. And I'm I'm trying to be the child of God that, you know, that knows what to ask and is not giving God a reason to say no because I'm in his face and I'm and I'm that kid. I'm that kid to God where he's like, Man, this is my son. I no good thing am I about to withhold from him because you know what? He's he's focused on me. You know, he's in his word, he's hearing my voice, he knows how to talk to me, he knows what to ask. Here you go. How you how you how do you want to talk about walking in blessings? When you're focused right, they will flow because you will know what to be about. Ah, come on, y'all. Come on. Let's get in there and let's let's get aligned how we're supposed to be so we could have what God is like trying to give us what he promises in his word. And if it requires for you to like put some stuff aside and focus in, why not? 
Why not focus in? And, you know, sometimes you got to reset your whole mindset, you know. And um, so just the next episode, I'm going to be talking about resetting, getting your mind clear. And so I'm wrapping this episode up. I know it's been a while, but I am really going to get consistent about this. Um, thank you for tuning in to this episode, Christ Vibes Only. And stay tuned for part two. Yeah, I'm going to do a part two because I really feel like um, as we get closer to closing out this year, um, you got to go into the year with the mindset, not just necessarily, you know, it's New Year's and now I'm going to quit everything. Sometimes we want to do that and it's harder than what it seems like. So I have another episode. And so to the like these next few months. I am seriously about, you know, just preparation because I really feel like God is going to do something major in a lot of our lives. And it's going to it's going to require that we are in an alignment with his will. And I feel like we're going to see a lot of people this this year have growth, have blessings, have things take place. And I'm going to be in on it, you know, and where you're going to be able to notice, like, you know, it's going to be those ones that. God chose that he was dealing with personally this whole time. And I think sometimes, you know, you know, seasoned believers, you know, just believers, we get so used to seeing like people seem like they popped out, popped up out of nowhere blessed. Right. But like that's going to be us. You know, that's going to be you. Somebody's going to look up and feel like you popped up out of nowhere blessed. Meanwhile, you were preparing yourself the whole time. So with that being said, let's start preparing ourselves as am I. Christ vibes only. Boom, 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 boom.